You're listening to the Smarter Marks of Wrestling. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting episode of Smarter Marks of Wrestling. Joining me today, as always, we got Donald, we got Javi. What's going on, guys? What's up? Finally uh, played 2K20. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you say play, you mean you like opened it up and looked at it and be like, man, oh, this is great. <laughs> no, it actually works. I think I, I got it. I started playing post-patch, so I'm good. <laughs> post-patch. <laughs> okay. So... Since you brought up 2K20, I was going to do one, one rant, but I have a completely different one because you brought up 2K20. So I, I, let me ask you guys this question because I'm going to do the opening statement today. I'm going I'm to start off with a question, though. Let's say you got a, you got a big event coming up and you need to get some, you need to set up this for this event, right? So you go out, you hire an event planner to come out and take care of all the business so, because you're a busy person and you got other stuff to do. Um, so you hire an event planner. Uh, you tell the event planner, you know, I want this type of food. I want this cake. Uh, we got to have this. We have to have all this stuff done. We have to have music, all this stuff, right? The event planner's like, okay, cool. Got it all done. We're good. And then, like, about two weeks before the event takes place, the event planner, like, the guy that's going to cook the food and bake the cake and stuff says, yo, I'm out. I can't do this no more. I'm leaving. Uh, you guys, you handle it on your own, all right? The event planner comes back to you and says, yo, um, hey, man, I'm going to try and get this done, but the cook and stuff is all gone, so I'm, I'm going to try and find a way to fix it for you. You know, I know you got a two-week deadline. I'm going to try and get it done, though. All right? The event comes up, happens, but the food is horrible. The cake is awful. The band fell apart. All that stuff happens, right? Yep. Who should take the blame for this, you or the event planner? The planner? What about you, Javi? Who do you think? I'm going to go with... Um, wait, is, is the event planner... Um, is, is he a good worker in the ring? Because if he is, then then he's okay. <laughs> because this wait, is essentially did, what's, what did, you're saying. Did, did, did he cut a really good promo when he told you that you know the, the, the food was bad? Because if he cut a really good promo <laughs> and it wasn't scripted, then it's okay. <laughs> Because this is this is essentially what's happening right now with WWE 2K20. Everyone is all every, – well, I say everyone. I mean the dirt sheets and, and the marks out there are like, oh, Vince McMahon ruined WWE 2K20. WWE is stealing my money by giving me 2K20 like this. Um, before <laughs> I let – me, let me just burst all you, you, you idiots and you stupid marks and you're level five marks out there right now, bubble right now, okay? 2K20 – actually, no. WWE games in general was developed by a company called Ukes. About, I want to say, three to four months into development, Ukes decided to say, yeah, we're tired of making wrestling games for WWE. We're out. 2K, you handle it. And 2K was like, well, crap, we, we have a deadline we got to meet. Um, we never made a wrestling game before. All right, let's let's go back to SmackDown. What what do we have access to? Because Ukes took all their stuff. They in cooking terms, they took the utensils, they took all the pastry, they took everything they had bought already and took it with them. So you right now walk into essentially a bare kitchen, and you gotta find well, what am I gonna do to 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 put out this game in time? 
Uh, let me let me go see if I can find a company that I can borrow stuff from. So what do you do? You go back in time to like 2000, 2001, you know, when SmackDown and SmackDown Know Your Role and stuff was out. And you realize, oh, I, I could use some of this stuff still. And then you pull that and you're like, OK, we got let, let's just make the best of this bad situation and get it out there. It's not WWE's fault. I wouldn't even blame 2K for 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 it being a disaster. Right. Could they have delayed the game a little bit? Yes. Do you know what happens when you delay a game? It costs you money. It costs you a lot, a lot of money. You know what this? Do you know what you do when you own a company that makes video games? You don't want to spend a lot, a lot of money all the time, especially go over your budget that you have set aside. If you want to blame someone, you want to point the finger at someone. Look at Ukes. Find out why they left. Oh, because they didn't want to make the game anymore. They wanted something different. Oh, oh, AEW is going to be a better game. Oh my God! It's like, bro. <laughs> AEW hasn't even like what what are you talking about AEW is going to be a better game do you know if we want to base it off of what AEW does in the ring do you can you imagine the graphical the graphical interface that they will have to have to make people happy it, it might as well be like real life like virtual reality crap that you're trying to do with if you want an AEW game because you know they, they got to change the world right change the <laughs> my, world like my god it, everything that happens is not WWE's fault. There's other people involved, other things involved. Hell, the whole PG era. I'm going on, I'm moving on. See, I took 2K20 into my other rant now. I'm on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> the PG era. People want to talk about, oh, Vince McMahon ruined WWE by going to the PG era. It was better on the Attitude Day. Have any of y'all ever sat back and thought for a minute, hey, what do the TV networks want? Maybe they want PG. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe that's what they wanted. Do you know what happens if you don't have a TV deal? Yeah, you, you don't have anything. Look at ROH right now who's struggling to get by. What happened to their TV deal? AEW. The only reason why AEW is even a thing right now is because they got a TV deal. You think AEW would be making money and signing all these big-name WWE superstars? Yeah. Look at AEW's roster. Slowly but surely, you're going to see more and more WWE, WCW guys showing up there. People are going to say, oh, well, that's great. They're getting more guys are leaving. Yeah. And what's AEW going to become? WWE. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it's it's what's going to happen. That's one of the things I, I, I messaged y'all yesterday. I was I'm trying to stay positive. It was nothing serious. It was that last match. I was like, the crowd was like all into that match. And I was like, dude, y'all know y'all cheering for two previous WWE superstars. Yeah, I think like y'all never seen them in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> that like it was so badass and so fresh and so new. I was like, bro, y'all fake as hell. Exactly. It's like you guys are essentially getting WWE, but because it's not under WWE or Vince McMahon doesn't touch it, you guys hate it. You mean you guys love it? I guarantee you now. Let, let's say a year down the line, uh, AEW is running, and all of a sudden you see Vince McMahon strut out there, and he's like, "Yeah, I bought this. This is mine now." Everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, Vince bought AEW. And they're going to be happy for like two weeks. And they're going to be like, oh, Vince is ruining AEW now. All right. <laughs> you know what I'd laugh at so very much? So, and Javi's talked about this before uh, when we, we've talked. Um, if NXT, you know, everyone gives Triple H praise for NXT, right? 
what if Triple H is just like the 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 face that they put out there, but Vince is actually the one pulling the strings in the back? They did say it's uh, fake news. It's not but, real. But see, it's like, <laughs> do you really think Vince has absolutely nothing to do with, with NXT? Like, you, you, the more and more you think you look at it and you think about it, maybe Triple H is the one going out there and saying, oh, maybe we should sign this guy. Let's sign this guy. Let's get this guy. And then Vince is the one saying, "Okay, that's cool. Um, who's get, who? Who? Who do you recommend? Like, who, and then Vince is the one putting stuff together. Like, what, what if NXT is actually ran by Vince McMahon? <laughs> I mean, I mean, in, in a way, it it kind of is. I mean, you know, because I remember I heard uh, Triple H in an interview saying that, um, like, this is what he wanted to do, but you know, he had to run everything by Vince." So in a way, if not for Vince, we wouldn't have this. And it's like, that's kind of why I got upset when uh, WWE UK, I think, had their first pay-per-view. Yeah, and the, the, Yeah, and the crowd was cheering, Vince, are you watching? Vince, are you watching? <laughs> I was upset about that because I was like, you're going to piss him off, and he's going to take it, take away your toys, and you're going to get upset. <laughs> you have nobody to blame but yourself. All right. I mean, it's... It's mind blowing. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, it's the John Cena. It's like John Cena. Uh, when John Cena came into the scene, you know, people were like, "Oh, he's a nobody." Then he started doing the whole chain gang thing, and people loved him, right? The 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 rapper, the rapper gimmick. Everyone loved John Cena for for a long time. He never changed character, never changed gimmick or anything like that. And then all of a sudden, people are like, "Oh, Cena sucks." And like, well, what has he done that makes him suck? You chaired him for like the last six years. Why does he suck now? He hasn't changed anything. You know, that's. I'm going to use a football reference here, and Javi's going to like make fun of me for it or anything. That's like saying, you know, okay, Tom Brady has six Super Bowl rings. That means Tom Brady sucks now, though. Dude's always in the playoffs. He's, he's got six Super Bowl rings. Yeah, but, but, but he's a system quarterback. I'm like, bro. <laughs> Yeah. All the praise that people give Cena, all the people, bro, really, legends, up-and-comers, youngsters, people that have been there for a little bit, people who have left the company. I mean. How, how many um, people How many people have has Cena have, has said, man, John Cena, that dude's a work, workaholic, man. That dude gives everything in every single match. Dude, for years, in the, like towards the end of Cena's like full-time status with WWE, you were guaranteed a damn good pay-per-view match with John Cena. It didn't matter who was in the match almost, but you were guaranteed. Oh, John Cena's in the match. That match is going to be money. Like it, it was, it was almost a, a, a known fact. Any match of the night that John Cena's on, that's going to be money. What sucks. What sucks is that you have a guy like Dave Meltzer out there who won't, who won't give him his dues because, oh, he's a, he's a big guy. He doesn't do flips. He doesn't do bat. He doesn't do somersaults. He can't do a super kick. You know, he has five moves. He does not have five moves of doom. He has got far more, his move, his move set is far greater than a lot of the guys that get praised. Bro, Hogan only had two moves and he's the great, (laughs) one of the greatest of all time. You know, let's, Let's look at the Young Bucks. We'll, we'll throw the Young Bucks out here. Super kick. I'm taking out. I'm taking out all their tag team moves. By the way, no, we're not including tag team moves in this. Super kick. Um, 
your standard arm drag, your your DDTs, um, so, some flips, some top rope dives. Um, I mean, some springboard stuff. It, it, it's it's very. If you've watched one Young Bucks match, you've seen all of their matches. Essentially, is what I'm saying. John Cena, in I would say like the last two two to three years or so that he was there with WWE full time, every single match you saw him pull out almost like a new move or two that you're like, when did he start doing that? When 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 did John like remember when he start when he first pulled out the springboard stunner? Mm-hmm. And then he started doing that um the sunset flip. He did that uh, top rope leg drop. Um, I remember he had a move called a throwback. He used to do. I mean, he, John Cena's rep- move repertoire evolved over time. Most of the guys that you see in AEW, even some of the guys in NXT and stuff like that, they have a set move set, and they you don't really see them divert from that set because it, it's flashy, you know. I mean, it it. it... It's like what I say about certain YouTubers, you know, if if your uh, attitude and, and your voice and your demeanor has brought you so many fans and so much money, why mm-hmm. stop? So, I, you know, it's the same thing with the Young Bucks, uh, not not just the Young Bucks, but in, anybody with, with that type of, you know, wrestling um, moveset. But, but see, that's the thing, though. It's like, it's not... John, like I said, John Cena doesn't get the credit. Hell, let's look at Undertaker. Taker's had what essentially the same move set for his entire career, just about. No one gives Taker crap. I mean, do we love Taker? Yeah, Taker. Taker's a phenomenal presence. But people start chanting stuff like "John Cena sucks," "You can't wrestle at John Cena," stuff like that. Uh, granted, I'm going on another tangent here because John Cena got brought up, but like, why don't other guys that are uh, like always beloved by fans, why don't they get crapped on? You know why? Um, because it's kind of like the whole, you know, well, like I don't like this person, I don't like that person. Oh, did you hear that they served in the military? Oh my God! All the respect in the world to you, sir, just because you served into the in the military. It's kind of like these guys here. It's like, well, you know, uh, okay, I'm going to give you um, a move set of of a certain uh, wrestler. And you name like two or three moves that don't sound very impressive. And they're going to say, well, that guy doesn't sound very impressive at all. Okay, well, that guy was Ric Flair. Oh, 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 no, no, no. All the respect (laughs) in the world to Ric Flair. All all the respect in the world to Hulk Hogan. All the respect in the world to, to Stone Cold Steve Austin. I was like... But they're literally embodying what you hate right now. Uh-huh. Yeah, but but I mean, it it it's Stone Cold. It's 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 the Undertaker. It's it, it's Andre the Giant. Uh-huh. I'm like, you guys realize if Andre the Giant was a wrestler right. right now, he would not become. He would he wouldn't be a thing at all. No. Dude, Braun Strowman has a more versatile moveset than Andre the Giant, and Braun Strowman is starting to get crapped on. I mean it. it Fickle fans, man. Fickle fans. That's you know what? I'm gonna talk about them. So there's this YouTuber. We we always say it, Javi, that's your boy type of thing. No, his name's JD from NY, NYC or NY, what, whatever. I don't care. This dude is probably one of the most toxic, toxic 
YouTubers when it comes to the wrestling industry uh, on YouTube right now, especially if it's WWE related. This is how to- this is how how fickle this man is. Last week, he talked about how oh NXT going to two hours is a mistake. It's horrible. It's this. There's no benefit. Vince is killing off NXT. This week, this very week on uh, on his NXT review, what does he say? Man, you know, going to two hours on on NXT, you get to see guys like Angel Garza. You get to see guys like uh, Swerve. You get all you get Cameron. Uh, what's his name? Cameron Grimes. Yeah. You get to see. You get, you're getting all this talent exposure on TV. I'm like, just last week, you were crapping all over the two-hour move. Now you're praising it? Make up your mind, man. Pick one. This this week-to-week stuff with him is just ridiculous, right? Oh, but AEW, they could have the wrong guy get pinned, the wrong guy do the pinning. They could have a ref who watches nobody get tagged in be perfectly fine with it. They could have a ref who says, oh, yeah, you attacked him, that's perfectly fine. Oh, you attacked him? No, that's a disqualification. Like, you have inconsistency. You have, what was it, um, Y2J making fun of a scarf, yet didn't Y2J, like like you shared in the poster, in the picture, didn't Y2J wear a scarf (laughs) in WWE? Yeah. you you have all this stuff. Oh, it's the greatest thing in on God's on God's green earth. It's like Vince does it, it's crap. AEW does it, oh it's golden. NXT does it, flip a coin, you'll get your answer as to whether he loves it or hates it. <laughs> I mean, it is unbelievable. It well, the one of the main things as to why I say he's so toxic. He came out and actually admitted that he goes into a sh- goes into Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown, thinking it's going to be a horrible show, thinking it's just going to be the worst show possible. And then what does he do? He'll watch a great match between uh, Ricochet and Drew McIntyre. He will say that was a great match, but what's the point of the match? He will always find something negative to say. Okay, JD, how about this? You had the Young Bucks versus versus um. The best friends. What was the point of that match? Do, do, you, do you guys know what the point of that match was? Because no, I don't. When they, they, they were both eliminated out the tournament, right? Exactly. Oh, <laughs> you, you had you had. Joey oh, so, Jan- let's, so, so let's find out who who the, who the biggest losers are. Apparently, you <laughs> had. That, hey, hey, that's a good story, bro. Story. <laughs> you want to find out who the real fucking losers are? Put them in a match. Bury them even further. Oh yeah. I mean, wait, boy. We're supposed to put over young talent, right? You had Joey Janela versus Kenny Omega. By the way, by the way, it was supposed to be Joey Janela versus Jack Evans, and what happened? Oh, Jack Evans, sorry, man. The executive vice president's going to be in this match instead. You know, the guy that controls creative? Yeah, let's put him in the match instead. Huh, sounds familiar. Wasn't Shane McMahon doing that a while ago, and everyone hated it? Oh, but that's right. It's Shane McMahon, so, you know... No one cares. He's horrible. Uh, he can't the wrestle. Level, the level files wanted to see Omega, so they listened to the fans. Exactly. That's what they're going to say. What was the point of that match? Yeah. What, what was the point of the match? Why is Omega going against – if if results matter and everything, why is Omega going against a guy who's 0-1 and hasn't been on TV? I don't know. People were saying that uh, Omega put over Janela. Really? He lost. So how's he going to get – I'm he, just saying that's what i seen. People. <laughs> you say wins and losses matter. Janela's 0-2. He's at the very back of the line for a title shot now. I don't want to see him on TV anymore. You got to remember, dude, it's not just about the wins. 
and and it's not and also it's not even just about the losses it's the quality of the wins and the losses what what did uh what did cody say about darby the 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 other day he was like um he won a match against somebody else and he also went the distance with me like didn't didn't cody beat darby no it was a draw it was a draw yeah it was a draw okay so so to say that he okay so just being in there long enough. So I could be outside. Bro, just run, run around. around. Just run away, man. <laughs> get in at the nah, nine count. Get back out. Run around. That's not quality. It was. I, mean, I, don't, I don't see how something can but... be quality. A quality draw. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, can you well, that's, the other thing. that's the other thing. So they like to talk about how, oh, the, once again, JD and the Marks and the, his goons that follow him. They, they like to talk about, oh, I don't like when they have a draw for a finish or anything like that. Pac versus versus Moxley. What happened there? It was a draw, right? It was supposed to be – what was it? They they drew because they ran out of TV time. Yep. Didn't TV time run for another like two minutes after that match was over? It did. So, I don't I don't know. I, I have a feeling that that's going to turn off some more people. Like You can see the, the faces of the people in the crowd. They were legit upset. Like, like, but see, this is what happens when you say, hey, wins and losses matter. Okay. You got Pac versus Moxley. Who's going to win and who's going to lose? Well, this side wants Pac and this side wants Moxley. <laughs> but that that's what I'm saying. It's that I cannot wait. That's why I give AEW to like January of next year, like January. Like, because then you're going to start seeing the real numbers of who's like actually supporting them and everything. Because between now and then, like you can already see that the shine of AEW is starting to wear off. You know, all the, like, oh, my God, AEW, AEW. It's like, yeah, but, hey, did you notice in that Lucha Bros match that the that the wrong guy pinned, like, like the guy, the illegal man got the pin? I mean, this is, like, the third week in a row it's happened. I'm just saying. Bro, like, like to me, like, what, um, what, what, what drives me a little crazy on this is, uh, it's like, uh, did, did you see that post I sent? I, I I can't remember if I sent it in the group chat group chat or not, but somebody said there's always a but when it comes to you AEW fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, what I'm gonna be curious about is like, okay, you're presenting this sports entertainment or professional wrestling, whatever they're calling it, right? Wins and losses matter. They're saying they they want to make it feel like 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 real sports, you know? So it's they're gonna have records wins and losses so what happens in real life when when people dog uh like my houston texans well they've never been to a super bowl that's their thing okay so what if one wrestler has a record of like 22 and and 87 you know is, is a hardcore mark gonna get mad at a casual for saying you know, that that guy sucks he's 22 and 87 he is absolute garbage and you, I can I can already see the mark making a fist like Arthur, you know, <laughs> yeah. thinking like he doesn't fucking suck. He was just booked to lose that way. And I'm like, bro, well, the wins and losses matter. So either you're telling me that the wins and losses matter or the fake wins and the fake losses really don't matter. And it's just based off of who you like. Because if that's the case, then somebody could like the guy that's 22 and 87 and you can't get mad at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, does that make sense? Yep, yep. That that, that that's that's what I don't get. It's like, 
like right now, a Riho is six and zero. Oh. I don't like that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Tell us how you really feel, man. You know who I like? I like um. Wait. I like I like Luchasaurus, and he's hurt right now, and he's zero and three or zero and four. Yeah. So. Hold up here. When did Jack Evans had have another match? He probably had a match with a blow-up doll or like a 10-year-old little girl because apparently that's over with the marks. Am I right or am I wrong? Uh, no, no, seriously, like, he was he was 2-3 and three the other day because his tag partner and, and Helico is 2-3. and three. And all of a sudden now Jack Evans is 2-4. and four. Uh, The problem is I still don't see where his two wins came from. I mean, well, he kind of took that L when he got replaced by a bag (laughs) of (laughs) rice. That's fucked up. It's true, though. Sorry, Jack Evans. I mean, it's – the other thing that I find kind of funny is – the the, the first team that AEW tried to create, which was that – the Dark Order – Right, who was originally most people's pick to win their tag team tournament, they're already eliminated. It's Lucha Bros and um it's who it's Lucha Bros and who's the other team? SCU. SCU? Oh god. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> g- give it give it to somebody give it to it's probably gonna go to Lucha Bros. It's not gonna go to yeah. SCU. It's gonna be a pity title for the Lucha Bros. Like, oh we're sorry for taking your triple A. You can have it over here. Oh my lord. <laughs> Much. See, but this is the thing. So the marks want to talk about how AEW, like, oh, they're gonna promote young talent and you know all this stuff. Um, I'm looking at a lot of their young talent that most people would like, the non-hardcores won't really know. The one with the best record right now is. Hold on, hold on. Rio, Rio's undefeated, bro. No, I'm ta- let's look at the. Me- I'm looking at the men's division right now. Uh. Wait, Kip Saban has been in two, been in three matches already. Uh, uh, Jericho's undefeated. I think he's five and zero. I'm talking about young talent, man. Uh, if you put Jericho in a in an old folks home, he's relatively young, bro. I guess the the best one's gonna be for singles is gonna be Darby Allen with a three three and one, three wins, three losses, and a draw. I mean, and it's funny you're saying that he's the best, but if this was real sports, what play, what team is getting into the playoffs with a three, three and one record, bro? I mean, your fantasy football team got with a seven and seven, so I mean, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I didn't have any draws though. That is true. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's the best one, of course. And then on the women's side, um, God, can you imagine Brandy's undefeated and. and <laughs> How many matches she had, too? She's had one. And then, okay, one. that's the other thing. So, Brandy's now, I guess, going to be involved in, in some angle because she attacked, um... Who'd she attack? Oh, I can't remember that chick name. They just brought her over, too. She's not even on the... She's not even on their on the website. She's, yeah, that, I, you know, I highly doubt they edited it that fast. Even though they should have. They updated Jack Evans, and I still don't know where he's had those matches. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it's just... Look, okay, Sammy Guevara, right? They wanted to, they were trying to push him early on. He has two wins, two losses, but his two wins were in tag team. One was in tag team, and one was in a trio. He's, he, hasn't, he has a no wins as a singles competitor. 
Like, I mean, all right, we're, 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 we'll top, we'll stop the crapping on AEW for a minute to talk about some, some other stuff here. So Randy Orton trolled a lot of people, or is trolling either trolling or being serious with the post Man, that he put come up on this now. week. <laughs> people was all happy, like boy, y'all falling for that crap again. What I don't understand is they crap on Orton so much throughout the year, right? Yep. Then he posts a picture of Elite, and they're like, oh, my God, Orton's going to AEW. When's his contract up? Oh, my God, he'll be there next year. Oh, my God. It's like, you guys are just hating on him, like, last week, man. <laughs> what? what? It's like Jack Swagger. Like, <laughs> or, sorry, Jack, uh, yeah, Jack Swagger. I'm going to call him Jack Swagger. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yep. Like, they hate on him because, oh, Vince McMahon's controlling him. Vince McMahon, they, you know, I'll stick true to this. I cannot view Kenny Omega or the Young Bucks as the best in their field. Like, I can't view Kenny Omega as the best singles wrestler, and I can't view the Young Bucks, Young Bucks as the best tag team wrestlers, mainly because my mentality is this. It's easier to ha- to create something when you have freedom to do whatever you want it is much harder to create something wonderful and spectacular in the ring when you have a set set list of restrictions of what you can and can't do. So that being said, until they are able to put on great stories and matches in WWE, I'm sorry, I can't view them as, as the top guys in the world or anything like that. You know, that, that, that distinguish is that, that designation is always going to go to somebody in WWE to me. Bro, it's it, it's like um, it's like a Japanese baseball player, a Japanese baseball legend, saying he's the best baseball player in the world. I'm like, uh, have you ever met, you know, Ken Griffey Jr.? Have you ever met um, Mickey Mantle or Babe Ruth or um, you know, before all the well, steroids and shit, Barry Bonds? <laughs> well, I mean, well, you want to use the baseball analogy? Okay, we'll use baseball. Outside of Ichiro Suzuki, who what major league baseball players from Japan have like from, have come from Japan and actually per, produced Hall of Fame worthy careers? There really hasn't been any. Um, I mean, what about they, uh, what about uh, uh, Hideki Matsui? I was not about to say his name, but he did, I don't think he had a Hall of Fame career. I mean, he had a good career, but I don't think it's Hall of Fame. But that's what two players. What about um, what about Ishi? Who? Exactly. That's <laughs> what. <laughs> but that's what I'm know. saying though. It's like I can't view Omega and those guys, and I'm, once I probably get a ton of hate for it, but I can't view those guys as, as the best in the world. Um, why do you think PW PW Insider when they not PW Insider the power the f- top 500 whenever they release those rankings? Omega was let's see I'm gonna pull it up right now. Who was top of the uh, Seth Rollins, the most hated man in the world right now in, in wrestling industry at least. But he's ranked number one number on one. Barnum and Bailey's uh, list of clowns. The PWI 500. <laughs> Which look at this. Look, this is what I find funny, right? The top seven, the top top four: Seth Rollins, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston. All in WWE. Then you get Okada. Then you get Gargano and Reigns before you get Omega. Right? 
Um, then it's finished off with Tanahashi and Osprey. Even Jay White is in the top 20, man. Cody Rhodes. The first time you see Cody Rhodes, he's number 15. He's 15 on the list. Well, yeah. you know, he probably wrote them and told them not to put him, you know, so high. So he could put over young talent, you know. So they booked the list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think the other thing that um, a lot of these AEW stars are probably going to run into as well that is going to be a little bit different from um, from what they do on the indies. So some of these guys, what they do when they go on the indies is they will wrestle maybe two weeks out of the month, and then they'll rest up for about two weeks out of the month. Now with, with them having to like have commitments to AEW, it's going to be you're going every week, right? You have to travel every week now. Granted, you're not doing house shows and stuff like that, so I mean that, that's that's cool. You just travel one day out of the week, right? Um, I think if they start doing house shows, they're gonna run into guys probably getting hurt a lot more. Um, and that's when they're gonna have to tone down their style of their style of wrestling a lot. Um, oh, they can't do that. But that's exactly it. They, they, they ain't gonna be able to afford to do that. <laughs> exactly. Because I, as much as people want to say, oh, WWE, you know, they do, they have a lot of restrictions on what they can and can't do and stuff in matches. Can you see, uh, let's let's say um, AJ Styles, right? Can you see AJ Styles performing four days out of the week at a high level, like the level that the, they try to pull off for um, for AEW, four oh. days out of the week, Hell every no. single week? I could see him doing that, but that's if he plans to retire in the next uh, six months. Not even. He'll make it that long. A solid two months at his age? No. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> I don't, it's just like the NFL where, where people are like, oh, the Roger Goodell is making the league worse. I'm like, you do realize the reason why he's doing this is because, one, the NFL is getting sued for billions of dollars by former players who complain about, about concussions. Two, he has to protect the current players from those concussions. Three, he's making sure he doesn't get they don't get lawsuit again from from future former players, right? Vince McMahon is essentially doing, hey, how how can I make sure that these guys are here to perform for my paying customers? At the end of the day, all these wrestlers are essentially assets for for WWE and assets for AEW. You have to make sure that they are protected. And you have to make sure you're able to deliver. You know, um, if AEW keeps up those headshots with the chairs, I mean, remember they said, oh, no more, no more headshots uh, with the chairs. What happened to Dean Ambrose? Yeah, he caught a piece of it. I saw that. Like, I mean, come on, guys, is it really that hard? I mean. I can understand like one or like once in the blue moon accidental chair shots. That's also that's the other thing I've noticed with AEW. Have you seen a show yet? Have, have they had a? Sh- I mean, granted they're only like four shows in. They haven't had a single show where like no sort of chaos is broken out, right? Like every um. show is every show has <laughs> to have some crazy brawl in the crowd or something like that. The like, one that happened was it yesterday? Yeah. The backstage segment. I caught a piece of it. I, I want to rewatch it. Uh, I, I flipped channels after that promo. I didn't care for it after that, but it seemed like it was unique. People was hyped for it, but I didn't. 
I need to yeah. kiss Therese. Like everything I've seen for it was like everyone's talking about how great that um that segment was and it was like the best segment they've ever seen and stuff like that and that made the show so much better. I'm like So you're telling me once again, the main highlighted feud on this show is Cody versus Jericho and we're just gonna ignore everybody else on the roster because really I don't see there's no other feuds going on. I mean, let's look at the um, let, let's look at NXT Women's Division right now, right? How Do many they feuds have a women's division? In, well, NXT in, Women's NXT, Division man. is the NXT. best in wrestling right now. You're yes. saying they're not women; they're oh. fucking goddesses, bro. <laughs> okay, we were talking I was about, about to say you was about to start some mess. I know. <laughs> we were talking about it earlier. How fucking stacked it is. <laughs> It's it's insane. Like okay, let, let's look at it right now, right? They they have feuds within feuds right now in in NXT in the women's division. It's feud right? inception, bro. Like okay, J. As much as I was crapping on JD earlier with his whole fickleness, he made a good point. I think even Javi, you mentioned it when we were talking in our group chat about are we looking at a possible women's war games for NXT? Um, that I mean, like... I, I I think back to that that hell in a cell. You know, when when everybody, because I mean, and and you guys can vouch for for when I say this, I always said I was okay with Lesnar not being there as champion, mm-hmm. but there has to be five or six legit convincing contenders. When mm-hmm. you do that. Um, I, I said, I mean, like that's why I was okay with Lesnar not being there because I wanted it to push them to build more stars, you know, because it always seemed like it was just Roman, it was just Seth, and maybe one other guy. But yeah. look at this: Shane is the champion. Mm-hmm. You got Rhea Ripley, uh, dominant. And Bianca Belair, dominant. You got Io Shirai, dominant. You got um Candice LeRae. Yeah, I mean, she's not as dominant, but, I mean, everybody loves her, and she's great in the mm-hmm. ring. And, and then uh, you still have Tony Storm just sitting on the sidelines waiting. Mm-hmm. Like, so that that's what – I'll give J.D. this. He made a valid point where we could possibly see – think about this team, right? A 4v4 women's, uh, women's war games. Um, his own – he was saying get rid of Jessamine Duke and um, – Maria, I can't pronounce her last name. Shafir. Shafir. Marina. Saying, yeah, he's saying to throw them to the side and replace them with Asuka and Kyrie Saint. Oh, they gotta stay in. God, really? I'm, I'm like, no, no, that put them to the side too. And you set it up with, um, <clears throat> the the three horsewomen right now, and um, and, well, hold on. I'm I'm trying to think of this now because so Candace helped Rhea Ripley, right? Yep. So Candace helped Rhea. Io helped Bianca. Man, this thing's confusing now. See that but that's when you have so many feuds going on in it, man. Like But like the thing is Io didn't even necessarily help her. She just was 
you know, just messing over the match. Yeah. <laughs> like she has no ties with anybody in there. <laughs> she just went crazy. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Where you even come from? <laughs> so, well, okay. like to, to me, it comes down: what do you want to see? Do you want to see a, a three versus three versus three? You want to see four on four? Do you want to see kind of like know, that Hell in a Cell was back in in two thousand, where it's like six. Uh, people just going at it to kill each other. Do you want it for the title? Yeah, maybe you just do a three v three instead of four v four. Do three v three. You'll have Tony Storm, Rhea Ripley, and Candice LeRae versus Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, and Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. I don't see that. I don't see Shayna having no allies besides her horsewomen. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because you know the, yeah. they've always talked about it. Uh, like they they talk about they don't care who's champion as long as they're on top, you know. Like, yeah, and, and like they that. would never turn on anybody. I can't believe you would say that. that you're I, gonna go no, sit in the corner for three. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just trying <laughs> to think just about threw some shit out there and like that was weird, bro. That so, I mean, so it'll be Shayna. Who, who did you say? Shayna, <laughs> Bianca, and who? Uh, and Io. Yeah, I'm just Io, trying. To, Bianca and Io don't even like each other. And Shayna don't like nobody except for... Yeah, maybe they should just have a six-person... Ca- you need to apologize, match. dude. <laughs> no. You need to apologize for that. Maybe she, maybe that, she just have a six-person um, Hell in the Cell match then. Or, like... I don't know. I, don't, I just... I don't know. How hold, on, hold on, hold on. JD needs to apologize. He's a stickler for, for the history and bringing up the history... Didn't Shayna beat the shit out of Kyrie Sane before she went up to the main roster? Yeah. Yeah, but didn't she like break her him, arm and? According to him, Kyrie's changing into a mini Oscar. Mini <laughs> <God>. Oscar. <laughs> like a less evil Oscar. Oh my! God. How? Boy, I swear, just I hate when people just Because she's laughing and shit. talking in Japanese, and now she's a mini Oscar because she's not Japanese, right? <laughs> oh, my God, I swear. Bro, I swear, I hate when people say shit just so they could say shit. <laughs> Bro, like, that, like unnecessary negativity. Why? Yeah. He, he, had <laughs> he had to look for something negative to say. Oh. Uh, How mini Oscar? You know who she reminds me of? Like she really reminds me of that that character from Kill Bill that that she portrayed in that like yeah. remember it was Kyrie Sane versus Beth Phoenix yeah she yeah. seems like a really like you know she's small but she's cocky because she knows she can kill you mm-hmm. and she's and like I don't know why but I don't understand what she's saying but I could tell that she's being petty and all the shit that she's saying <laughs> the way and she how, laughs and points yes. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> How cute and fucked up is it that somebody that small can threaten you and and you know and, and she can back it up. You know, that's that's like me coming home and saying like, yeah, some 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 hundred and fifty pound uh skinny scrawny dude at work said he was gonna beat my ass and I was kinda scared, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> like Javier, aren't you like two twenty, two twenty five? Yeah, but and he was laughing and pointing at me though. <laughs> No fucks given. Bro, oh. when 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 Becky and Charlotte said, y'all want to throw down? What did they do? They ran to the fucking ring, bro. They just ran in there and started throwing down. Kyrie weighs, what, 22 pounds? She, don't, she didn't care. Shit. So, 
next week's card for NXT is looking pretty good, actually. Um, we have Tyler Bate versus Cameron Grimes. That could be a pretty pretty decent match. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, we have the uh, we have the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships on the line. It's Asuka and Kyrie versus Team Kick of Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai. That that could be another really good match. No, no, it is going to be a good yeah. match. Do you think the title is going to change hands? No. No. Is it bad that I think it could? And this is only because of the rumors of, of Asuka and Kyrie going so, uh, to singles competition on Raw. That would be a horrible that. move, bro. Like, that would be like splitting up Nikki and Alexa. Like, you just established them. You're getting them over. People want to see them. Yeah. And then you're going to split them up. Like, 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 I can understand R-Truth and Carmella because it's like, okay, it's been going on for three or four months. I haven't been tired of it, but I feel like it's got a good run, and I'm mm-hmm. okay with you splitting it. Now you give them the tag team titles. You put them in a high-profile match with, with Becky and Charlotte. They mm-hmm. look awesome. They're, they, they, they're now heel, and then you want to break them up? Yeah. Yep. Might as well just I hang got... up my Kabuki Warrior shirt next to the Becky Two-Bell shirt. <laughs> That, that little white girl is gonna get mad. So I'm like, so they're not, they're not together anymore. Yep. Hanging with all the Bailey shirts too. All that irrelevant. Oh man. Then it's possible we're gonna get Killian Dane and Pete Dunne at some point. That. Oh man. And um, let's see. So we have those three. Um. There's another match I'm missing. There's some. What was the other one? There's that. That. Cameron Grimes and Tyler Bate, the Women's Tag Team Championships. All right, we got to find out what happens between, you know, Candice, uh, Io, Bianca, and Rhea, of course. I'm sure something's going to happen there. Um, God, the biggest – oh, yeah. How many of you guys expected Finn Balor to turn heel? Well, um, I know it since day one. Yeah, you shut the hell up on that. I mean, we've been crying for it for about three years already, about time. <laughs> really? I haven't. No, I'm just, just I'm talking for them. You, I, I, you see, I did oh. my dim voice, my Mark voice. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I've been waiting for Finn Balor to, to get his his push. Because like I said last week, I said, in my opinion, Finn Balor is one of the biggest draft busts of all time. And I, I've still been wanting him to to do something as a face, so um, I'm not surprised that he turned heel. But like I said before, anytime there's a situation in the ring, anytime um, somebody comes out to save somebody or whatever, mm-hmm. it are like it's like a switch automatically goes off in my head. Is somebody gonna turn heel? Is somebody gonna turn on somebody? Is this person gonna attack this person? Why is he standing this way? What? Why is Why is he over here? I'm always thinking that. So when I saw Finn Balor standing right in between DIY, I was thinking I, I was thinking that. I mean, I wasn't expecting it, but I was thinking, okay, yeah, it, I, I think he might attack him. You know, I mean, he could attack him, but yeah. no, I didn't see it coming though. Oh, they actually added Candice Lurie versus Io Shirai for next week. Again? But why? We already seen that at Takeover. Uh, you know some some crap's gonna happen in that match. <laughs> you know something's gonna happen in that match. Just like honestly, I could 
so Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox are, are more likely going to lose because of outside interference in, the, in their tag title match, I think. Oh, I want to see EO and um, Asuka and Kyrie team up. I don't, no, 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 I don't no, care. I'm not, I'm, not saying, just... I'm not saying EO teaming up with them. I'm saying, um, wait, hold on. I'm thinking of war games here again. <coughs> 3v, 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 3. Hear me out here. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. It's coming to me. <laughs> hold on. I already know what you want to do. You want to put Candace with Team Kick. You want to put EO with the Kabuki Warriors. You want to put Shayna with, with uh, Jasmine and Marina. And you want to put Rhea, Bianca, and and somebody else that doesn't make sense, right? That's Tony. There you no, go. That's I'm, her I'm, teams right I, there. I wasn't going to put Team Kick. I was going to put uh, Rhea, Candice, and, and Tony. But Bianca Belair would have been the one to get left out, so that just ruined it for me, so never mind. Oh, so you want all the white blonde <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. I saw that coming. <laughs> Candace this year is more like silver, so I mean, it doesn't, and, and Rhea isn't blonde, so I mean, I'm just saying. Rhea's not blonde. No. No. Okay. <laughs> go, go and look it up. I, I might have to find a picture <laughs> for this guy. <laughs> Yo, don't be trying to look it up. You don't want to be wrong. <laughs> She's not blonde, bro. She's not, man. Rhea Ripley is not blonde. No. Y'all are tripping. Oh, my God. All right, bro. See, there's pictures of her blonde and brunette, so I don't know anymore. <laughs> Maybe it's like half and half. Maybe. So they were both right, Javi. <laughs> oh, man. Sweeter. Yeah, you can look said. at her and say she's not blonde. Bro, I see pictures with brown hair, with both. Uh, you know, we're just right. gonna have to. Yeah, if she's this. not blonde, then I, then I guess Bianca's not black then, right? No, she's not. <laughs> she's brown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, back to the back to the whole Finn Balor, Finn Balor stuff here. Um. So yeah, that that was a. That was a pretty effective turn that even led to – I mean, did you, did you guys actually watch the clip and hear that lady screaming? Yeah. I was watching it when it happened. <laughs> bugging. And did you see the little kid in the background? The little kid was ready to get all the smoke. He was like, you know what? I can't deal with this. Not my role model. <laughs> if that wasn't an effective – you know what? Do you think it would have gotten the same reaction had he done it to Ciampa instead of Gargano? I don't know. Like, what, what do you think, Javi? Yeah, it's a hill turn. I mean, it's a hill turn gets you up eight points, no matter who, who okay. it happens. With. But the <laughs> thing is, Gargano's like the baby face. Like, Ciampa's still the heel that's kind of like swaying over. For example, I don't no, think you'd have, have seen a little kid trying to jump him. Because returns from uh, injuries like that, you know, it's it's kind of like an automatic switch. You know, it's like when Edge returned, boom, uh, baby face. When Seth Rollins returned, even though he was still a heel, everybody was cheering for him, you know, like he was a baby face. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
who else? Like somebody came back from. Uh, oh, it was. Uh, from Jack was? Swagger returned to AEW. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, out of here, bro. Triple H. Triple H when he came back from. Oh injury, yeah, wait, in- yeah. Triple H came. Right. That place blew up, man. I remember that. Bro. But yeah, um, uh, that. Dude, that the between the lady and the kid, man, it was just. And then of course, Javi had to point out Izzy was was loving it. She's a glutton for punishment, bro. Like she don't, where she's just sitting front row doing the boom with Adam Cole, and she's sitting, you know, a little further to the left, uh, laughing when Johnny Gargano's gonna get his brain his brains back. Die, God, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. That was like. I was I, I, there was some legit concern for for Johnny Gargano there, man. Like that, that looks sick. <laughs> He's selling too well. Yeah. Yeah. You start doing that shit. You're like, is he doing it for real or is he, you know? <laughs> someone really, someone needs to really check on him just to be on the safe side here, please. Like, we, we just want to make sure he's okay. And then um, the one thing that was interesting. I don't think Balor joined Undisputed Era. Like oh, he did it. No. Um, Stupid. Stupid. Who believe in that? I think, if anything, he's probably going to start his own little group. Bro, he about to pick them off one by one and get to Adam Cole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on now. He ain't joining them. So, okay. Let's say Balor's starting his own group, right? Do... Who who do you think WWE should throw into his group? Well, NXT. Who do you think NXT should throw into his group? How many people? Two or three? Let's say three. He has to add three more people. So, so to compete, make it 4v4 with Undisputed Era. Well, you can take two off the list. Who? Gargano and Ciampa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, this is Balor. You gotta yeah. get like some some young impressionable goons to do whatever he wants them to do. Like who? Um, dude, I don't know. He right. he would at least snatch up one of the people that was in the um the up and coming tournament. Yeah. Like, I can't name none of them right now, but. Do you, do you think they bring over some people from NXT UK possibly to team with Balor instead? Hmm. I would okay. say somebody like uh, Drew Gulak, but he's on the main roster now. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Danny Burch and uh, and Oni Lorcan. Do they? Those sleep? guys are tough, like two dollar stakes. <laughs> um, what about? I'm saying. You you want somebody to get over like Roger Strong was never gonna get over not by himself. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Javi, you and I, well, Donald, you were there too for um for that turn, right? Yep. I mean, that place went crazy. Yeah. Right? It, was... I mean, <sighs> it it was one of the, like it was a possibility that was there. It was brought up, but. It wasn't until like that day that we, I think I, at least Javi and I started talking about that being a possibility, right? Wait, can you say it again? What are you talking you, about? When Roderick Strong turned, because we were thinking about all the ways that the Undisputed Era could keep the titles. Oh, yeah, dude. I was like, nobody 
Nobody yeah. thought uh, Roderick Strong was going to turn. You're like, like, it's not going to happen. But hindsight, you know, you're like, man, yeah, you know what? That probably made the most sense. Yeah, I mean, by your Bobby Fish going out with injury, you know. But what if they, they get a? What if Finn Balor gets a big guy on his team? Killian Dane? No. Who? Dominic Dijakovic. That'd be an interesting one to see how yeah, how that cool. how that plays out. Maybe Leo Rush too. I don't, I don't know about that one. I feel like Lear, I think Lear Rush is just too charismatic to 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 pair up with with Balor a little bit. Oh, so like you mean charismatic? How like how Kyle O'Reilly is in Undisputed? Yeah, a little bit. I just don't think. How can I put it? like Bal? I think Balor's mannerisms is a little bit different from how Leo is. You know. Like, I just don't, I don't think it, I just don't think the two the two would mesh well. Mm, you, you mean how like Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus ended up meshing well? No, that that's different. Oh, Nikki, Nikki Cross, Cross and, Oscar. and Alexa Bliss. <laughs> yes, like Oscar and Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Cross and Alexa. I mean. Yeah, because I did not think that was gonna work yeah. <laughs> at all. <laughs> oh, maybe maybe it will work. How about Brizango? You know what? I could see Breezango trying to mess with Finn Balor. <laughs> what happened, man? What's wrong with you? They get their ass whipped. <laughs> I mean, there's really because see, because here's the thing though. It's kind of like if you're playing fantasy football, if your team's not that great, you got to look for picks on the waiver wire, right? You can't just mm-hmm. expect a superstar to be on like for there to pick sure. up. So like, I feel like we're naming. You know, top guys that can, not necessarily top guys, but people that can get over on their own and can do something on their own. So if you really want to build a faction and, you know, like build it from the ground up, you're going to have to look at people like. um, What about uh, his doppelganger in NXT UK? Raul Mendoza or Mansoor or Kushida. No, Kushida's not going to do it. Jordan Miles. Joaquin Wild. Yes, I said all those people that was in that up and coming tournament. You gotta what's, look at some of them. What's the name of the guy that, that he trained in NXT UK that looked almost exactly like him? No, Why I'm not? not trying to get confused with people, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, 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 Cesar Bononi, Bronson Reed? That's a big son of a bitch right there. Boa, Angel Garza, Arturo Ruiz. <laughs> But see, Angel Garza is kind of a is, is Angel Garza a face or, or I guess he's a face. He's a good worker. That's all that matters. <laughs> and do you want to do you want a female on his team? You know there there was talks of Undisputed Era getting a getting a female wrestler on their on their side. Yeah, that didn't last long. Yeah. Okay. Let, Let's let's do this one then. If Unspeed Era was to get a female wrestler, who should it be? A uh, heel Dakota Kai, just kicking everybody. That's in not happening. But... <laughs> <laughs> bro, can you imagine, bro? Air, she interferes every time in a match and just be kicking people in the faces. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Um, I can see a Diana Perazzo, you know, like kind of like quiet all the time, mm-hmm. only talks when she needs to. Fucking put an arm bar on, 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 like the undisputed era can beat up a guy, and she can go in there and put on her, what do you call her, her Fujiara, Fujiwara arm bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's obvious though, cause that's Marty's girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's, let's or even a Yim. I can yeah. see me a yim, yeah. Um, but let's let's keep this hypothetical game going. Marty Scrolls contract. Marty Scrolls contract is coming up. What do you think NXT's pitch to him will be? Money, 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 money. <laughs> we got money, and we got your girl over here already. So come on, come on <laughs> to the family. <laughs> And you know she's gonna be trying to persuade them. Like it's nice over here. They treat me well. Blah blah blah. Bro. You know Adam Cole's probably doing the same thing with Britt Baker after all. Oh the, yeah. After all the crap she's getting right. in AEW. You won't get kicked in back of the head every every time you wrestle. The fans will actually appreciate you here. You won't get crapped on all the time. They, you won't get blamed for for matches that are horrible being your fault. Yeah. <laughs> Britt, Britt Baker's kind of off limit, honestly. Um, her schedule won't allow it. For her to be like full time NXT. If they pay pay her, (laughs) she might just stop stop being a dentist. I think that then is money more than, well, it'll be probably more than NXT contract, right? You you think, let's think about this really. Like, I'm pretty sure they'll offer her a good deal, like, if if she was to come over. Because they they know to get her away from AEW, they're going to have to throw a lot of money at her, I bet. Bro, you sound like Dave Meltzer over there. <laughs> clicking and clacking on Oh, oh that's an insult, bro. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking up something. Here. I was curious. He called you a 60-year-old man that just watches wrestling, doesn't spend time with his family or his kids. No, man. God. <laughs> I remember two years ago I told Khaled, I don't listen to Dave Meltzer. And Khaled said, well, Dave Meltzer is probably the, one of the more reliable sources of wrestling rumors. Man, he's lost that real fast. Since, since you done yeah. brought that up, he lost all credibility when I did finally did my research and I verified one thing. Well, actually, it wasn't verified. He's not even verified on Twitter, so I can't even use him as a resource <laughs> at all. If he's been doing this for this long and Twitter hasn't even recognized him as a valuable, credible source, no. You're, no. I heard, I heard you. I heard you got to do something special to get verified on Twitter. Like you have to submit yeah. some, like a request, and provide a proof of identity or some shit like that. Well, you know what? That just proves to me that he doesn't even have faith in his own stuff to verify himself. So, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be shitting me here. What are we trying to find? So I was looking up NXT contracts, like how much guys are getting paid and everything like that. They don't make much, and, too. And instead, I know they're uh, most of them make between, uh, from what they're saying, most of them make between forty and sixty thousand dollars per year. That is pre-USA deal, though. Um, they're saying that that those numbers could double, possibly triple, once the uh, USA stuff starts kicking in. Uh, so probably in the next few months. But this is the one that shocked me. While looking up all that stuff, apparently. AEW stars, most the large majority of them are signed to low six six figure contracts. 
so yeah. most of these guys are signed to like hundred at least a hundred K. Wow. Wonder, wonder what they make like on the merch and all that other stuff. Well, I'm pretty sure they still do their appearances and all that. Autograph signings. So AEW is more is definitely giving me that that WCW feel more and more. It's like we're just gonna throw money at people and and let them sign. Because think about it, if guy if lesser known people are getting hundred K, what what's Jack Swagger getting? Do you think? He getting more than that. Bro, I'm, he he might be in the millions at this point. Like, <laughs> right. I mean. I mean, to Jericho, you know, made a comment about him being a legit MMA fighter. Bro, um, if he gets, I, can you imagine if he gets his ass whooped in his next fight? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, he's a legit MMA fighter, right? And so is Brock Lesnar. Yeah. People can't fathom how Brock Lesnar can make so much money for an appearance. Bro, you think people are going to pay Jake Hagar? Or Hager, whatever the hell his name is. Brock Lesnar money? Hell no. No. <laughs> it's not even going to come close. It won't, it, like, Lesnar, what Lesnar makes, like, in one round is probably how much Jack Hager, Hager makes in, like, two or three fights. Like, I just, I, I, the, the thing about it is Brock Lesnar is just a tra- an attraction. He brings in money. That's why they're bro, willing to pay him so much money. Bro, Brock Lesnar is like the Jordans of the wrestling industry to me. He, if he's somewhere, if he's doing anything, he's going to make money no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like some people could have like diminishing returns on like on their value. It just seems like his value don't ever seem to go down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys see the same thing. but No, yeah. Well, why do you think UFC was in a bidding war with WWE of, uh, about getting uh, Brock Lesnar? It's because they know that their their ratings were dropping for their pay-per-views. They needed a big-time attraction to bring people in to watch their pay-per-views. People hear Brock Lesnar fighting in UFC, they're going to flock to that. Whether he wins or loses, they don't care. They just want to – they hear Brock Lesnar fighting in UFC. They want to see that. Like – it is what it is. I mean, because if you think about it, right now, Brock Lesnar fighting the UFC is going to be – you're going to get the UFC fans, and then you're going to get the WWE fans watching it as well. And then you're going to get some of the casual fans exactly. who are checking it out, and they're going to start following this guy because, I mean, look at this beast of a man. Wow. You know, it, it's like I, I was never that much into uh, women's MMA. Mm-hmm. When I saw Ronda Rousey, uh, you know, fucking submitting bitches left and right, I'm like, hold on, who is this? Mm-hmm. Got to follow this chick. But I mean, it's it's Lesnar, man. People are gonna want to see that fight all day. See him fight. People are gonna follow where and essentially follow where Le- where Lesnar goes because he's a freak of nature. But 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 Jake Hagar is a better worker though. Bro. Oh like, my god. I thought we were done bashing AEW. <laughs> um, let me see here. Any big news? Any, you guys got any other big news from this week? Um, I've been watching Total Divas uh, lately. I'm on episode four right now. Which season? Right. I got to catch up. Season nine. 
They're on season nine. God, yeah, it's the it's one been that for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, last time I remember, I think I think it started in 2013, but uh, they're um they have nine seasons right now. It's it's so crazy, dude. Like um, it's so crazy. I th- I think it was uh, Corey Graves and Carmella were in the back and like the the news had broke that uh you know Carmella's a homewrecker you know she she broke up a family and I think it was in Houston like in yeah. the episode of like, he was doing elimination chamber yeah they they were in the back and I was like holy shit and I don't know if you guys noticed I think we talked about it they didn't introduce the commentators the the way they normally do when they come yeah. out we talked stage. about that when we were there mm-hmm. and then it just really seemed to me that Naomi and Carmela's music was really, really loud whenever, mm-hmm. whenever they were coming out. Because I guess they didn't want to hear the booze. Dude, in the section I was sitting in, people was like chanting stuff and saying stuff. You probably couldn't hear because of the music, but like, it was like it was awkward. You can tell, like people already knew. Oh, one quick I, thing. So, people are complaining about the uh, Rusev, Bobby Lashley, Lana love triangle thingy, Mabob or whatever. Bro, I've actually found I, I, it's grown on me a little bit. Uh, I'm like, just waiting to see Rusev finally whoop his ass. Now, I think that's what I mean. That's what they got us interested in. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a compelling story. That's it's sucking you in to like like see them actually go at it now, right? Yeah. But see, that's the thing. Like in the past, what would WWE? Because people want to say, oh, they're doing the same thing every single week now. Still the same old WWE. No, if it was the same old WWE, we would have seen Rusev versus Lashley like four times by now. I mean, we probably even seen them t- team team up as a tag team for one for one match. <laughs> but they'd be tag team champions by now. <laughs> but but that's the thing. Like they're saying, oh, WWE hasn't changed. I'm like, well. Have you really sat down and watched WWE? They they've actually changed quite a bit in some of their booking practices so far. I mean, are you really seeing the same matches every single week? No. Nope. You haven't. Are you getting quality matches instead of just quick one-off matches, like quick two-second matches? Yeah, you're actually getting some. You're getting some decent matches throughout Raw and SmackDown. And then you're getting stories to kind of advance feuds and everything instead of having people just be in matches to advance feuds. You know? You know, it's it's, it's so funny to me, bro. It'll be like, Becky Lynch and Charlotte again? Okay, whatever. Okay, this week we're going to do Charlotte uh, versus Bailey. Why are they fighting? Like, what are they fighting for? Like, what's the <laughs> exactly. story? It's the other thing. So okay, so they complained about oh you had um Natalia versus uh, Lacey Evans like every single week, right? And then when then you had the tag title match and they were like oh who's Natalia gonna pick? And she picks Lacey Evans. I'm like okay, so this makes sense because she the reason why she picked Lacey is because essentially with all the matches that they've had against each other, Lacey knows her and she's grown like this respect for Lacey in a sense, you know. Yeah, but I think that's I think that's even what she said when when she picked her. She was like somebody who you know whooped me up and down the ring or whatever, and I've come to respect her or something yeah. like that. But see that once again, 
you know, they they want this instant gratification of, oh, why are they doing this? Why? And JD, uh, he contradicts the fickle man again. He he was <laughs> like, we, you know, maybe this Triple H's genius is just saying, you know, wait, have some patience, you know, because good things come to those who wait. I'm like, did he just the guy that complains about like every single thing and doesn't have any patience just said good things good things comes to those who wait really really dude like you have the least amount of patience <laughs> bro i remember when sting was in the rafters in wcw mm-hmm. bro he was up there for a year <laughs> people remember that people remember that as one of like the best storylines you know, he'd just be standing in the rafters, mm-hmm. watching everything happen. People, some people would go up there looking for his ass, and he wouldn't be up there. But people would still say that that was that was badass, bro. He's just up there watching people for an <laughs> entire year. How, how many episodes in do you think WWE would be in before JD would start bitching about Sting being in the rafters? <laughs> By like the fourth okay. week, man. We the get it. First episode. <laughs> right. Why was, was he up there the whole show? <laughs> What the fuck are you doing up there? Like, what? and why are the cameras focusing on this this mental uh, uh, idiot up in the rafters? Like, <laughs> like, where is this going? And like, when he gets all high pitched and shit, like a dick just in, uh, entered his ass. <laughs> and, and dude, and I'm telling you, I don't know if that guy is for real or if he's a JD fan and he's mocking him. Or like imitating him, or if he's like legit mocking him, but I lately I prefer to listen to this guy AC from NY because I, I I prefer listening to him imitate JD than have to listen to JD be JD. That makes sense. <laughs> because this dude's talking, and it's like I don't I didn't notice how often JD would say, "Ladies and gentlemen," or folks or who gives a shit or do you care i didn't realize he said it as much as he did until i I heard this guy imitating him i don't know man i know you said he gave you a headache and call it but it's like it's just that negativity man like it's bad for my health yeah but he was mocking (laughs) but he was mocking jd though like to me that shit was so hilarious i might I'll, i'll give i'll probably give it another try I'll probably give it another try. It's just, it just hurts. I'm going to send you one that I thought was funny. He was talking about, because it's like, he, there was one episode where he was like, uh, he was reviewing a SmackDown. Um, and he was like, oh, so we're going to bring in from the outside to to the WWE, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes he smacks his lips a little bit. And he's like. And I'm just like, that sounds just like JD's bitch ass, man. Oh my god. All right, I got, I got one last thing. Oh wait, Javi, hey, this with your segment real fast, because I, I want to close it out with something AEW related. You're talking about AEW all night long, man. I know. <laughs> Fuck AEW. All right. Um. Yeah. So I have a segment for tonight, and uh, the title of my segment is. Say what you mean and mean what you say. You know, we've all we all know what that means. You know, we we we've all said it before. Um, 
we try to hold WWE accountable for it all the time. You know, WWE say what you mean and mean what you say. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll call them out whenever they do something different or opposite from what they said they were going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it, it can apply to all three of us as well. You know, say what you mean and mean what you say. What if I always said, I can't stand Seth Rollins. The only time I ever liked him was during that first Intercontinental title run. Have I ever praised him for anything else or like said I like anything about his character other than that? Like that you that you guys can remember? Oh, you've been hating on him with, with that Becky Lynch stuff even more. <laughs> I I never really cared that he was dating Becky Lynch. It, it just so happened that his character got worse and worse after it came out that he was dating Becky Lynch. Um, and like, uh, uh, Donald, you know, he, he loves Kyrie saying he's never said one bad thing about Kyrie, you know, so he's meaning what he, he says, what he means. It means what he says And Khaled, he's a Mark and he's, you know, been a Mark since day one and he hasn't deviated from being a Mark. So he says what he means. It means what he says, you know, I kind of wish that the Marks would also Say what they mean and mean what they say. And I'll give you a few examples. All right. What's something that the Marks say? Something that the Marks say is we want to push young talent. We want young talent to be pushed and showcased. That's what they say, but it's not what they mean. This is what they say. We want young talent to be pushed, but this is what they mean. But... Not Mojo Rawley, not No Way Jose, not Sarah Logan, not Billy Kay, not Peyton Royce, not Dana Brooke, not Lacey Evans, not Mandy Rose, and not Kona Reeves. All these people are under the age of 33. Who? Okay, we want young Wait, who, talent. Who's, who's pushed. that last one? We Whatever. We uh, <laughs> We want young talent pushed. But why aren't they pushing AJ Styles, Carl Anderson, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Samoa Joe, Asuka, Shinsuke Nakamura, Daniel Bryan, Broken uh, Matt Hardy, Bobby Roode, Finn Balor? The youngest guy or person I just named on this list was was 38. And, we, and they always seem to bitch that these guys aren't getting showcased. So you're telling me you guys hate when Mandy Rose, who's 29, Peyton Royce, who's 26, uh, Lacey Evans, who's 29, is uh, being showcased and pushed. You guys shit on that, but you guys mark the fuck out whenever uh, AJ Styles and, and Daniel Bryan and Shinsuke Nakamura and, and Samoa Joe are in the ring. I, I don't I don't get that. Uh, my second example of saying what you mean and mean what you say uh, Kenny Omega, executive VP of uh, whatever, whatever the fuck he's executive. <laughs> um, you need to say what you mean and then mean what you say. He said what he meant when he said NXT talent would be on the dark match on any show that he's on. Okay, so if that's the case, then why one week later you're on AEW dark? oh man kind of awkward if you ask me (laughs) so Kenny Omega say what you mean and mean what you say 
number three, the marks. This is to the marks. Say what you mean and mean what you say. If you say what you mean when you say you don't want entertainment, you want wrestling, then you can't mark out when Michael Nakazawa is oiling himself up in the middle of the ring. You can't mark out for a fucking dinosaur gimmick. Luchasaurus. You can't mark out for the Dark Order, which I feel like has been done to death. You know, the dark devil worshipping lights go out gimmick. You know what I mean? Yep. You can't mark out for MJF, who is a poor man's, a poor man's Miz. Really? The fuck out of here, bro. MJF. Stands for motherfucking jerk face. That's what it stands for. God, that's MFJ, buddy. What you saying? No. Motherfucking is one word. Jerk. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Can't mark out for Orange Cassidy, who comes out looking like a dude that just stepped out of an 80s fucking uh, uh, cop movie. Like he's a private investigator. He's like, hey, yeah, I'm uh, looking for the, the bad guy. And then he finds him and he, like, you know, kicks him slightly with his hands in his pocket. How the fuck do people mark out for that, bro? (laughs) And then you can't mark out for Sonny Kiss, which, you know what? Okay, I don't even know what's the deal, what the deal is with Sonny Kiss. But he comes out all fucking colorful and flamboyant. And some of his moves are a little suspect. Come on, bro. <laughs> you being nice, my bad. Continue. You can't demand professional wrestling and say you don't want entertainment, but mark out for all this entertainment shit. You know what I'm saying? And number four, say what you mean and mean what you say. If you say the refs in WWE are stupid because they put a stoppage to a hell in a cell because a man couldn't move anymore. Um, if you're putting, if you're putting it on the refs that they counted Ronda Rousey's shoulders down at WrestleMania when they weren't down. And if you're going to get upset at the ref that took forever to cash in Carmella's briefcase, then you guys got to hold the AEW referees accountable, dude. Like, these no. refs allow anything and everything. No, you, like, you know what? Those refs in AEW are the replacement refs from the NFL from a few years back. From the, I'm, from I'm, the Saints game? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, from the... Um, from the, when the refs had that strike a few years back. The Packers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Packers-Seahawks. Packers-Seahawks game. <laughs> That's a disqualification. That's a disqualification win right there. He's like, what do you mean? Well, he got disqualified, but he wins at the same time. A disqualification win or whatever. Because like, what was it called? A touchdown reception or an intercept down or something like that? I, I don't remember, man. I, that was just – it gave me a headache trying to figure out that ruling. <laughs> Bro, my, my, my favorite part about that was two refs standing right next to each other. One called it interception, one called it a touchdown. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, oh, that, that's like two refs in an AEW ring. <laughs> Somebody's tapping out. 
one person calls for the ring and the other one says, no, no, keep going. <laughs> Wait, well, that, but, that, is, that brings up a good question, though. So seeing that it's up to the referee's discretion, right? If someone's tapping out, the ref could just be like, no, 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 no. I'm not going to let you tap out. Right now, that, yeah. that's, that's not a quality <laughs> submission. <laughs> I've seen that the submission too many times. You got to try something new. <laughs> it's like um, it's like the ending of a soccer game, right? Like when it goes past the, the 90th minute. It's yeah, like, you know, something time. significant has to happen, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, he's he's tapping out, ref. Like, yeah, but it's it's a knee bar. It's like that's not exciting to me. Nah. I deem that move now. Take time that shit. Can you imagine if one day like one of the ref, whether WWE, AEW, ROH, wherever, one day just like get, goes into work, he's like, Man, I gotta ref this match, but I, I just wanna quit. You know, I'll go out there on live TV and I'm gonna mess this match up. Let's go. <laughs> All right, I'm supposed to count to three here. One, two. I'm not gonna count to three. Let's see what let's see what they do. <laughs> like, can you can you picture that? Like one guy's just like he's like, is, is he counting to three? Is he hit three yet? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> nah, it's my discretion. <laughs> it, it's, it doesn't fly. <laughs> oh man. All right, Javi. I'm sorry for just for disrupting your uh, segment again. No, no, you're fine. I mean, that that was kind of it. I mean, okay. it's just like um, you know, say what you mean and mean what you say. It's like if you say something, kind of have to go across the board. But if you want to be a hypocritical son of a bitch and get what you want, then then say that. Mm-hmm. I want young talent to get pushed over as long as they're great workers in the ring and I like their character. You mm-hmm. tell me that, I will I will be on your side and I will understand you. Even if I don't if I don't agree with you, I'm not going to disagree with you. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You yeah. know, if if you're like if if you say you don't um you don't like the referees in WWE because the you know, the mistakes that they're making is like stuff is just being overlooked, but you're okay with the ones in w, in AEW because it's just chaotic. You mm-hmm. tell me that, I'll accept that, and I'll be like, okay, well, I see what you're saying. Referees just kind of do whatever the fuck they want. I won't say anything to you about that. Right. But don't but don't say one thing and then turn around on it. You know, it's like if you don't like guys that are flippy divey. Mm-hmm. Don't get all don't get all defensive when I call you out on not liking Stone Cold Steve Austin or, or Mankind. Don't get all like, oh no 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 they're cool they're cool they're awesome. Like so you would pick them over the Young Bucks? I mean you know I mean Stone Cold's a legend. I'm like no dude come on tell me man what match would you want to see right now? Stone Cold Steve Austin versus uh The Rock. I don't know. Triple H or the Big Show or the Rock or the Young Bucks versus the Golden Lovers. Like, and as soon as you say that, mm-hmm. you see them make that that orgasm face. Like, mm. <laughs> 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 bro, these, bro, these people they they mark out before before the matches even happen. I could just be like, I could just be like, uh, hey, bro, you want to see the Young Bucks versus uh, the Usos? They'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. That match would be so amazing. I'm like, dude, 
it's not gonna happen, bro. You just almost had an orgasm just thinking about four men in a in a in a in a ring touching each other, bro. I'm not trying to make it sound gay or anything, but it's like, bro, calm down, bro. Bro, I I, I get excited when the possibility of a match happening because of their characters. I was excited to see. I wasn't too excited to see Goldberg versus Undertaker, but I was really excited to see that that stare down that they were going to have with each other, because it's like two legends standing face to face with each other, you know. Mm-hmm. But these guys, they're just thinking about, oh my god, like where are they going to jump off of, you know? Who, like who, who's going to jump on top of who? And it's just like, bro, you need some help, man. So, I want to just close out on... I, I know Javi doesn't like me talking ratings and numbers and stuff, but this one is is what I wanted to talk about because we we have the, the dirt sheets and stuff like that always say, oh, you know, WWE's failing, their ratings are constantly dropping and all this stuff, right? So, I, I decided to do some digging around and was looking back to, like, pa- previous years, like, going back all the way to 2015, where... Monday Night Raw, the average rating, well, viewership, was 3.62 million viewers in 2015. The average rating for Raw this year is at, where is it here? And this is going back to July of this year, is 2.638 million. So, okay, they, they dropped about a million viewers in four years about the span of four years friday night smackdown the average rating for 2000 2016 is 2.48 million smackdown's average rating for this year uh well if we do prior to their move to fox it was hold on here smackdown 2.35 million since they moved to Fox, they're up to 2.9 million average views. So, is WWE really hemorrhaging viewership with how bad and atrocious their booking has been? I mean, four years, man. Look back four years and their ratings. Okay, Raw dropped by a million views over the span of four years. Uh, in relation to AEW has dropped over close to 400,000 views in the span of four weeks. Just just letting that sit in there a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, by the way, AEW went from one point, it was just over 1.4, almost 1.5 million views. They are now down to 963,000 viewers. That's yeah. a drop of 33%. Yeah, so um, let's just let that sink in a little bit. Oh, but while I was looking up all these numbers, I found a really really great back and forth here between two people and i say back and forth there's just one guy posted a comment someone replied and out that was the end of it but this guy goes notice a aew keeps getting lower and lower people are tuning people are turning out they're wwe 2.0 with small guys and extra extra flips that's all right now the aew mark responded Oh, it's very normal for new programming to start out high and drop off after a few weeks. 
they were anticipating maybe about 450,000 views each week. So achieving 1 million, almost reaching 1.5 million, was greatly surpassing both AEW and TNT's expectation. They are a very good place. So let me get this right. They were expecting 450,000 views. You saw AEW debut at over a million views, and you said how your promotion was expecting 450,000? Wow. That that goes to what I was saying last time, where I hate when people throw something out there and there's absolutely no fact to back it up. Like, how am I supposed to believe that they were only expecting 400? I didn't hear anybody in the the elite. I didn't hear Khan saying, yeah, we're expecting about 450,000 people to watch. They're probably just going off of how many subscribers they had on YouTube. Probably. <laughs> Do they even have half a million subscribers on being the elite? I think they were right around there. I'll find out right now. I mean, I unsubscribed for them. Really? Yeah. Uh, that was getting annoying. Oh, no. I'm they're not... they're 402,000. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I, I don't watch it. But anytime I do check it out, though, I, I I actually do like there being the elite stuff because a lot of it is pretty creative. You know, like before they, they took all the WWE shots here and there. Yeah. A lot of the stuff is pretty creative like, and it is pretty funny. Yeah, honestly, that's what I was getting annoying for me. Like even before they announced AEW and they started doing like, oh, I'm going to be like, oh, all this stuff from Triple H. I'm like, man, you know. If they were to sign with NXT or WWE, I'm like, I'm, it's just, I'm, I'm tired of it. <laughs> like, because it, it was like every single week, the entire episode would focus around something from Triple H or Vince McMahon or some, some rumor that they're gonna join WWE, you know. But oh well. Well, I mean, my thing is, is people want always want to put, um, um a lot of stock like they they put way too much stock into the ratings and like that's why i don't like talking about the ratings mm-hmm. not because it bothers me or anything but it's just like it it's such a to me it's an insignificant unproven way to say if something is working or, or failing you know because mm-hmm. because if it's like look at wwe supposedly it had 10 million viewers in the attitude era so you're telling me it's lost over 80% of its viewership, but it, yet it's still on TV? And people are saying that it's worse than ever before? <laughs> so, and, it, and it's also like, you look at, um, like I was looking at Fox, right? Um, I looked up on Google uh, Fox TV shows, and I found a show called The Gifted. It's been on for two, for two seasons. Um, and I went to go look at the, uh, at the ratings for, for those episodes. Um, let me see episodes. Okay. So like the, the very first episode they had 4.9 million viewers. Second episode, they had 3.79, and then it went up like a million viewers because it was the final two episodes of the season. Uh-huh. But it's like it fell every every week. What happened after that? They got a second season. 
second season, it started off at 2.58, 2.25, 206, 193, 196, 189, 2, 2, 173, 2, 159, 182, 1.6, and then the final two episodes, 161, 161. Now, I don't know if it's coming back for a, a, a third season, but if it comes back for a third season, doesn't it kind of throw that that um, that theory or that algorithm in the trash that if you get low ratings, you get canceled? You know, mm-hmm. like, like that being um, a, a for sure thing. Yeah, uh, and 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 look at Avengers Endgame. It dropped fifty five percent in its second week, but it went on to become the highest grossing movie of all time. Now I know it's kind of different when you're talking about movies and TV shows, but um, I mean fifty five percent. That's a huge. That's more than thirty three percent that AEW's fallen. You know. Um. But it, it went on to become the highest grossing movie of all time. So, I don't know. It just, when it comes to ratings, it's, 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 it's not like a, it, it's like when I look up the research on fantasy football, it's mm-hmm. like, well, this, this guy has a better matchup, but the guy that has a worse matchup is a better quarterback. What statistics am I going to go with? You know? Yeah. I mean, anyway. it, it... I agree with you there, and you know what, let's, we're going to end this podcast next, I just noticed we were running pretty over our normal hour and a half mark here, um, yeah, I mean, that just means we had a lot to talk about today, surprisingly, <laughs> I mean, hour of it was bashing AEW, but that, that's, that was, that's always fun. <laughs> hey, I want to put it out there, I want to put it out there that none of us hate AEW. I it's just, the fans, man, it's the fans. It, it's the fans and it's the, the the hypocriticalness, if that's a word. You know, it's like to me, it's like AEW. Don't say, I, I'm like, bro, say what you mean and mean what you say. Don't say you're gonna do this and then do something else. Don't say you're gonna push young talent and then put the the title on an old guy. Don't say you're gonna showcase young talent on Dynamite and then you replace him with an executive VP. Yeah. I'm just like Batista, man. Give me what I want. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to call it there, guys. It's been a great show. Um, like Javi said, God, you gave me the titles for every podcast, man. Thank Dang. you very much. <laughs> say I what you mean, mean what you say. All right. You guys been you guys been wonderful. You guys have a great night. See you guys. See you next time, Marks. Oh, we're yes. out. Nothing, Javi? Okay. How, how can you say...